You know what's crazy? I have these exact chairs at my house. Fair? Yeah, I swear to God. You didn't tell me that there was certain podcasts. I hope your hair falls on the middle of this podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Shit Happens Podcast. My name is Kayla. I'm the creator of this podcast. And today I have some of my friends with me and we're going to just talk about a few topics. And yeah, if that sounds interesting to you guys, then you should keep watching. And you guys want to introduce yourselves? Thanks, first. Oh, hi, I'm Deshaunna. And that's D-E apostrophe S-E-A-N-A. Uh, Chris. Christopher. And I'm David, guys. Nice to meet you. Well, I know I talked to David earlier. The first topic I wanted to address is for is a question for you guys. Um, for the guys only? Yeah. It's for the guys, but you can add your, add your comments too, you know, if you have something to say. Mm-hmm. So why do uh, men feel like they can do everything, and why don't they like asking for help? Um, I don't think it's we feel like we can do everything. I think it's just like a, a pride thing. Mm-hmm. As a man, you don't really want to ask for a whole bunch of help. You kind of just want to know how to do it. Cause it but if makes... there's something that you know you can't do, why not find someone who does know how to do it? I mean, I have no problem asking for help. I feel like I'm not that much of a prideful person, but I know a lot of guys are. That do that? So why do you think, you have friends like that? That are what, just prideful? Yeah, like they don't want to, they don't like, they don't like asking people for help. They like to just do stuff on their own. And even if they know like there's a task that they they can't do themselves or something they're not capable of doing, they still try to like do it. Not themselves. Really. Like, like you said, when you got here, you try to figure out how to get here yourself first instead of just asking for help. <laughs> how to get here. I mean, but that wasn't like anything crazy. I was in the right spot. I was yeah, just... you are right. But I think, yeah, I think it's just a pride thing for real. Like, you just don't want to seem needy as a man that's really it i wouldn't say it's really needy though asking for help like everybody needs help and me personally i don't struggle with asking for help i struggle with asking for help like i hate asking for help why because i think for me because my background is like my dad very military he raised himself and so he raised us he's like look you will never need a man. Yeah, my mom was like that too with us. Yeah, to do anything. So, it, I feel like anything that I I can do physically as a woman, like I will be able to do that. But there are some things that I can do that a man can do for me. Yeah, I it's mean, like, I guess. <laughs> like if, if somebody was like, like my mom always tell me all the time, it's like, Diana, can you come fix this? Because, oh shit. Like if I like if my computer was broken, I try to fix it. Fix it yourself. Yeah, that's understandable. Cause I I don't know. Well, not really. Well, <laughs> like like even like I don't know. But I can see like for men. Yeah. I, I feel like know. with men it's different because like with us we'll try to do it ourselves but at some point we're just like okay i can't do this i'm gonna ask somebody who can do this but with men they're just like no if i ask somebody it's not gonna happen i only i will do this i feel like it's just like y'all are so competitive so i don't know if somebody else doing it for y'all does it feel like you lost or something and the thing and the, the real issue is it's like everything is very situational so let's say for example if i'm struggling by myself versus struggling in front of, let's say, my wife. Now, if we were all, everything, all issues stem from our ancestors, our grandparents, et cetera, et cetera. For example, like, 
not wanting help, our grandparents were raised to, we need to provide for our family, men in the household, et cetera, right. et cetera, fuck that. It's bullshit. No, women are definitely, can do a lot more than men, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and the reason I say that is because this hubris and pride shit needs to be thrown out of the window. Why, why should a man feel that he has to bear all the weight of everything? Right. Why should a woman, like, I understand, I would I would love for my wife to never have to lift a finger and all that, but if she steps up and says, oh, I'm going to work, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, shut up, be worried, you know, you're going to just to take care of my kid, that's fucked up. You know, she didn't go to college and get a degree just to do fucking nothing, you know? Exactly. So, so is that what you guys call toxic masculinity? It's not toxic ma- no, I mean, toxic masculinity is the idea of like, oh, I would never get my nails done because I'm not a F slur. Right. right. So, and where I'm going with this is, I would, like, men should just accept, just accept the idea of, like, accepting help is more wanting and understanding than I would never accept help because it makes me look weak. Mm-hmm. You not accepting help makes you look weak. And exactly. And failure, fail, like, you have many times to step up and do whatever you can. So just accept the help where it is, learn from your mistakes, and be a better human being at that point. Exactly. And mm-hmm. shutting people out is not the is truly not the way to go. Like I'm like I know what you mean. Like I've learned a lot. Like okay, you can't do you can't do it all. Like, <laughs> like you can't do it all. Just just act, just pay for it. Allow somebody right, to somebody in cars, can do it. Right? And can do it professionally. Putting that weight on other people is very stressful leaving. Like, mm-hmm. like, if we're in a relationship, I would love to be there for you to support you and make sure you're able to get through everything. And you shutting me out, mm-hmm. it makes me feel bad that I'm not able to support you. Mm-hmm. Granted, it's so like, I understand you want to be strong and do what you can, but it mm-hmm. it can also deteriorate your partner from wanting to be with you. Right. Right. I firmly believe. Sorry for cutting you off. No, but I firmly believe, like, I don't, like, it may sound really crazy, like, I don't want to be dependent on you. Like, I, like, I just don't like feeling like a burden to people. That's why I don't like asking for help, because I feel like even if I've ever asked you for anything, I feel like once I do that, I owe you. Right. Or I have to, like, okay, since he did something or she did something for me, and they're going to be expecting me to do something for them or something right. like that. Or if, and if I don't, then that makes me a bad person. Or if I don't want to because of something else or just, like, not for me to want to do, then that makes me look bad right. or makes me feel bad. And, and I another that. thing, too, like, I've seen guys all the time, I don't like gifts. Like, yeah, I don't like but getting gifts. Don't it makes me feel weird. Don't give me money. Like, no. <laughs> what are your intentions? So, is, That's is, is it gifts or acts of services we don't appreciate them? I, I don't know. So if alright, <laughs> right, let's say your birthday comes up and I give yeah. you something you've just been talking about, or let's say you're just having a bad day and I just yeah. came home with like you know flowers, you know your favorite drink from Starbucks, and then you know okay. candy or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between uh-huh. gifts and then mm-hmm. acts of services. Mm-hmm. Like gifts in my head, it's like buying somebody's love. Right. Acts of services like is understanding what makes people happy. Right. And, and you're you know, doing something because you right. want to see them happy. Yeah. But I still don't like that. Because, I, I mean, I like it because, like, yeah, it's making me happy. You think it's but I'm thinking, you. like, okay, why are you doing this, though? Why yeah, are you being so nice? For what? I don't know. So, like, a defense comes right. up. Oh, I mean, that's understandable. Like, you always want to defend yourself. But once you find yourself with someone, you can really get rid of that defense. Right. What will be the issue then? 
there wouldn't be an issue then, I guess. But that's my issue now. Like, to, I just get defensive and like put it on. Right, how are you? Like, I'm 19. So you you have your whole fucking life ahead of you. You're right, David. Face. Everybody, David's 27, <laughs> so he's older. 27, hold on. You're adding years on the ball life. 26, adding, years on the ball life. I'm 26, all right? I'm 26. <laughs> you're adding years on the ball life. I added one that. year. That's years. That's 365 days I will get back. David's 26. So he's older than But, um, did anybody have any last Don't you start. comments about that topic before we move to the next one? Yes. Or? As a man, you should definitely be able to swallow your pride, ask for help. In yeah, certain don't be afraid to ask for help, you guys. Boys and girls, and it's and hers, and he's, and You could have said that. And they, everyone. Chris wants to talk about is college a scam? Do y'all think college is a scam? 100%. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Why do you think it's a scam? Yes. Oh my um, god. Coming from someone that graduated yeah. college, Go. your first two years of literally your all four years of your high school summed up. Yeah. All that basic fucking education to see where you place and all that, it's a fucking scam. But I can't tell you this now, your first two years, please go to community college. You'll save yourself a lot of money, especially if you didn't have a GPA, a good GPA in high school. You can save yourself and recover yourself going to a community college and then transferring to a big school. You don't even have to transfer to a big school. Go to a D2 school and then you'll be A-okay like that. You'll just be fine. But how's it scamming the idea of your, what do they call it? The things that your, the people that's, your guidance counselor, all the motherfuckers, they're not truly there for you. No. They're doing oh. their job. They don't care about you. Like, I literally had to take five extra classes because my guidance counselor didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And then the fact that they said all that shit, I was able to go for a double major without, without having to take extra classes. So in essence, it worked out at the end. But it's like, if they were doing what they're fucking talking about, I didn't have to spend an extra year to change in college. College is very much a scam because I know for me, like, my high school GPA was in hell. So I went to Little Georgia. Can we get a number? Like, and I'm going, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, it what was classes were Regular. <laughs> nobody, nobody teaches you in high school your freshman year, hey, if you try hard right. in your classes right now, you can go to college for free. Niggas weren't saying that shit until like they don't care, right? They don't care. They're, they're there for their paycheck. They're not really right. there to help the students, even though that's no. what their job description. I mean, is for. my high school was pretty. Uh, like they told us freshman year that this is the foundation. And now, was that a program you signed up for? No, or it was just orientation. Well, program? at my school, at my school, I went to North Carolina High School, and we had what was called the Freshman Academy. All the freshmen were in their own building, away from the upperclassmen, which is kind of weird. That's kind of cool, though. At the same time, because they really want to focus on you guys. Yeah, so they they was very real with us. They was like, you know, if you do good this first year, this is the foundation of your GPA. So you go, on. you know. Like, it's not, if Most you do bad, it's going to be hard to bring you back up. Like, they tell you, but you're just like, okay, yeah, sure, I have three more years, so. Because I know that's how I was thinking. <laughs> My freshman year. Wait, freshman year of college or freshman year of high school? No, I'm talking high school. Oh, yeah. My freshman year of high school, I went in there, and the first semester, it wasn't, I could have did better, because I've always, I've always gotten A's and B's. So when I went into freshman year, it was so different from middle school, of course. So I'm thinking like all this freedom to act the fuck up, you know, and hang out with my friends, all that stuff. And what happened? The girls weren't good. So second semester, I turned that around. And with that freedom stuff, man, I went to, I went to, 
summer school the very first year and like being away from my mom and stuff like that it was just like oh i'm gonna get drunk every day at the seventh third and like i'm not gonna lie i was put on academic probation my first year and it was just like that was me in college huh i said that was me in college yeah i was put on academic probation just, and it was just like getting drunk every day going out 24 7 like I can easily stay. It's not any distractions. And time management is so important. Like, you can yes. go out and have fun and all that, but understand who your friends are and make mm -hmm. sure they're there for you to make sure you have your success. It's a one. Nobody enjoy your money and just go out with you. Like, I had people going, uh, texting me, talking about, oh, you know all the moves in seven third, but did you hang out with me because I knew all the moves and have my right. best friendship at heart? Or did you just want to get fucked up off a quick buck? Right. So it's just like, understand who you are, who your friends are, and just enjoy college. It's going to be straight. And like, I know for me, like, when I was at Nintendo Georgia, like, I had no distractions. Like, I had no friends. I had no SO. I did not like my roommates. And I was like, all I did was just stay in my room. Now, was that by your choice? Or was it no, like, like, it wasn't really, it was by my choice. Because, like, <coughs> at first, like, I was, like, a really shy person. And plus, Nintendo Georgia was in the middle of nowhere. And there was nothing to do. And so when I moved here, I was like, okay, yeah, there's a lot of. I, I can yeah, you can socialize. There's stuff right. to do here. There's stuff to do. And it's like, okay, I really need to focus for sure. I'm like, thank God my roommates are kind of like that. All right. You got a lot of good topics on here, but let's spice it up a little bit. Um, you want to add something? You're going to delete something. No, I'm not. Um, yeah, hey, let's do nigga T. Yeah, let's do nigga Niggas talk more than, as Drake said, niggas talk more than bitches these days. That's always been the case. It's always been the case. And, and if, we go, if we go deeper in that conversation, it's like, I mean, I'm guilty of, uh, you know, a little gossip, gossip. We Juicy, that, that shit, that shit lit. But it's like, hey, true. There comes a point where it's just like, you're still talking about it for real. Right. I feel like if like there's some gossip about somebody, like, and you're talking about somebody. Wait, what are you saying? Because I feel like I'm going off topic. What I want to say is, gossiping is okay without slandering the person you're yes. talking about. You can have the conversation about a situation without defamation of character. Right. Circumstances. What is that? There, no, there is no circumstances. No, because like, no. if you start talking about personal stuff and it has nothing to even do with the situation, what the person did, then that's when you're just like, you're stretching well, it. Well, then that's just you being a uh, butter. Yeah, that's you literally stretching it. That's what I'm saying. And and so, like, yeah. And the thing is that, like, negativity is worse because it's like, a lot of guys like lying to yeah. make themselves look good in front of other niggas. Of Why are you trying to impress another nigga? Like, the nigga don't pay your bills. The nigga ain't sucking your... It's, it's, a, it's a masculinity masculinity thing, bro. It's, it's all right. about it's all about looking alpha as a male. Like, niggas pride themselves. But when you tripping about a nigga, you ain't fucking, man, ain't paying your bills. He's, like, especially the niggas that, like, putting their hands on front of, like, hands on other niggas in front of women. Like, if we, if we go to a function, like, for example, if I put my hands on you right now, they're trying to make you look weak in front of them. Like, why? Yeah, it's, it's corny. Definitely. It's corny as shit. I understand. Because why no, because that shit happened agree. to me in high school. Because, because he no, he. I was about to say, we're gonna find the book. But I know, I'm gonna no, find the book. He tried to shot right there. No, you don't know my dad. But my thing is, in high school, I went to prom with this guy. It was my sophomore year, and we did not. 
We did not fight. We had a whole night. We was having fun. And we didn't do anything. I didn't kiss him or anything. He goes to school the next day and tells people that we fucked. Oh, that's crazy. Lucky for that's him. Disgusting. Lucky, for, lucky for him. I was like, okay, nigga. I was like, right. But the thing is, nobody believed him because they knew who I was. Good. They were like, they were like, they were like, they were like, they were I'm good on you. Right, good. Like, don't. And I'm like, just thinking, like, what did you gain from doing that? Right. I'm like, what did you gain? What did you embarrass gain? Like, so, I'm like, yeah, don't ever, don't ever disrespect me on my money again. So, outside of that, how was your prom experience? It was trash. <laughs> so, like, because, like, that whole prom night, like, he was, like, showing his ass. Like, he was... Showing his ass. Showing his exactly. ass. And he was, like, showing his ass. And he was, like, being disrespectful to me. And I was just looking at him, like... Like, Two kids, nothing. 
what is the point of you being in a relationship? You just got so comfortable. Because Once you get in a relationship, I look at myself as a human being and leave the relationship. Because I'm outside of that relationship, I can still be a good father to my children. You're right. Without hurting you, I can look at you and understand. And you know that, and I know that. But some people are out there, once they're in a relationship with so long with that person, and you get so comfortable with being with that person, talking to that person, learning how this person moves every day, you, you can't just leave them that easily. Even if you yes, know you that can, they're hurting no, you. People need to understand, in a relationship, every relationship you enter, you need to put yourself first. First, yes, that's very important. Some people haven't learned that yet. I understand being there for your significant other, whoever you want to be with, but you have to, you have to put yourself better. first always. Um, no matter how long you guys have been together, y'all have been together for a decade. You should always put yourself first. When your niggas cheat on you and you have kids and you want to be there, you like hit you with that. Oh, you know, I have kids. I want to make a real happy family. Fuck that happy family shit. Make yourself happy. If that nigga truly wanted to be happy with you, he wouldn't be I mean, cheating. if y'all got kids, then it's different. You gotta... No, the fuck is he? Not necessarily. No, I know. I know. It's the 21st century. I know. You can raise kids separately. You can. And have a happy family. And have family. a happy family. Like, I know for me, like, my dad, he cheated on my mom. And, like, me and my sister yeah, aired his shit out. Like, <laughs> we aired his shit out. And so... For him, it was a wake up call. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Think you are? Like, you've been with this woman since this woman since high school, and then you gonna cheat on her? And right. All this stuff she's crying for you. And he was like, he was like, I truly fucked up. And he yeah. did. And he aired his shit out. At least he, he was got it together. Man, yep. See, that's a real man. If you can admit your wrongs and right. then you can fix it right. and learn that you can become a new person, right. that's not just a real man. But that's just real anybody. Like. And then, like, also, like, even, like, I know my dad, like, he was going through some deep shit that we didn't know he was going Mm -hmm. through. And so that, even though that doesn't excuse it, but it's like, okay, that's not how you handle situations. Right, but I can see that you need, right, you need some type of comfort, right. But, and that's the thing, we, as humans, we do have to be careful where we tread, because it's like, I can say a lot of things to XYZ person. But we have to understand what they're going through to make them act that certain way. I'm not justifying the way they act. What I'm saying here is we all don't have the same battles. Right. So we don't all approach the same situations or react to them the same way. Like, so let's say, I mean, I grew up pretty, I wouldn't say privileged, but I grew up better than a lot of people. But I'm not going to downplay niggas that grew up in the fucking trenches and literally have, like... Really? Because you be talking about me every day at work. I've sold drugs. <laughs> I've sold drugs before, but it was like it was willing to make ends meet. There's niggas, niggas out there really trapping. Hey, don't incriminate yourself, bro. Nigga, that was, that was like six, seven years ago. I don't give a fuck about that. What I'm, what I'm gonna sit here and say is, there's people out there really doing things to make ends meet and provide for their legitimate families. You have niggas in jail, humans in jail, for doing what was deemed right to make their families happy and provide right. for their families. But you have niggas out there that will never face a day of time in prison selling shit just cause. Cause they woke up like, oh, this yeah. is hot rap music. Yeah. Oh, this is hot because, you know, I want to live this lifestyle. I know people in my hometown in Stockbridge. Stockbridge is like a, like, exactly. And you got folks out here trying to act so hard, like for no reason, just because it's like Poor trendy people. or like, they, that's what they see other people doing. That's what they see the celebrities doing. And I'm just like, you grew up in the suburbs. What are you doing? Like, look at where you live. It's like Malibu's most wanted all over again. 
Is that like a no? I want y'all to understand. Once you hit 26 years old, do not hang out with niggas under you. Watch it tonight. So we can have a voice. No, can you describe it? So Malibu was one. It was like this family from California, like most whitest of riches of motherfuckers. But his son, the son of the guy, just wanted to be a hood nigga 24 seven. Like he just wanted to be the epitome of hood. So he was just going out of his way to be hood, rapping trying to like you know just be a nigga mm-hmm. and so his father goes out of the way to hire actors who also produce like black people that were like they want to be they were like appealing to the man in white and they did not act like hood you know which is kind of weird to say but like so pretty much this is a white nigga trying to be hood that's it i don't have no reason I, to be hood i around. know a lot of those same especially in middle school like there was a lot of people who would try to it was some people who would like even like talk to you differently too. Like, yeah. why are you talking like that? I know at my high school because I went to a predominantly black high school. So with that being said, how do y'all feel about code switching? Do you I do it. Or? I'm not gonna lie. I do it. What's code switching? Code switching is like how you would talk to me isn't how you would talk to your boss because he's white. So like, I can't switch to an extent. Like I'm still me. If anything, I'll probably like because I know the way I speak sometimes is not very whatever. Sometimes, so sometimes I try to like you know clean up my grammar, but I still like in my same personality, get a smile and make jokes with you. Like, like I let's just say with Wayne and Kevin. Wayne, I was talking to him more about the. Like a professional kind of way. Yeah, same. Way. So, I said, Kevin, I'm like, what's up, Kevin? How you doing? So, would you address that as code switching or understanding who you can interact with in a certain manner? I don't know. Honestly. I address it as code switching because I feel like no. if you did talk to Wayne that way, he wouldn't have no problem if there anything right. like. I heard Wayne was completely different to get outside of work. Yeah. No, he is. I know he is. But I would just like, so code switching is the idea of like changing your entire identity. To fit into a certain environment. So let's say mm. how we interact right now in this house is not how you interact with, let's say you ran into Peggy Sue and her fucking husband, who was like, like your store manager and who you interacted to. It's just like you went from like, what's good, my nigga, to like, hey, how you doing, ma'am? You know, I hope yeah. you have a blessed day. You know, you know, the sun's up this time, this time, the third. That's code switching. Like, mm. Code switching, I, I can understand it, but we really need to understand like, whitewashing our community is low key fucked up. Like, I firmly believe, like, I'm sorry to use an example, like your hairstyle, the way you carry yourself, why is that considered unprofessional? Why can't right. you wear that hairstyle in a, corporate, in a corporate environment? Because she's black, yeah, I think it's yeah. yeah. I mean, she even her hairstyle, like, yeah, like you know, anything. If they just want straight black, straight hair, that's professional. Yeah. Just straight hair, nothing else really. Like I know, like for me, like I don't change like my identity. I just change the way I say things. Yeah, that's that's me. Because so it's like dragging out like certain terms and ebonics right. to perfect enunciation. Right, right. Yeah. right. Like that's that's what I do. But once I get comfortable. The, this the regular, <laughs> exactly. regular me. Regular so. me. <laughs> hey you guys, so I just got done. Oh my gosh, y'all. Let me tell y'all. 
so this this video is gonna be a three-part video because it was so long so this is part one of it and I'm gonna be uploading part two and then part three in the next following Monday so Mondays is my upload day uploading day at least it's gonna try to be okay <laughs> but yeah this is part one and I never closed the video out with my friends so I'm gonna close it out now if you enjoyed this video I just want to say thank you for watching it if you did because I know it was long and we talked about a lot of stuff so if you watched it to the end thank you for that so much and um if you enjoyed it go ahead and click that subscribe button and if you're listening on Spotify come to YouTube so you can see the visuals <laughs> but uh yeah thanks again for watching if you did and don't forget to follow my socials is going to be linked down below and so will my friends socials so yeah um see you guys in the next one <laughs> ew that was an ugly laugh at the end